Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 260 of Bad Flips and Maple Dips. It's the Labor Day special. I'm Patrick. He's Justin. Uh, it's nice to have the day off. I wish we had more of these. Uh, but uh, the Jays don't get a day off. They are right back at it after a weekend series in Denver. Um, we'll get into all of that. There's Man, I'm looking at our news here. There's a lot of injuries to talk about. Sure are. I'm starting to get concerned. I yeah. guess it's not that bad. We'll talk about all of it. We'll talk about news, talk about injuries. We'll talk about Danny Jansen. We'll talk about his adventures in Pennsylvania. We'll talk about uh, the uh, Colorado Rockies, uh, which would make us the first time anybody outside of Denver has talked about them this season. <laughs> we'll talk about the Oakland Athletics. We'll talk about the series coming up. We'll talk about where the Jays are. We'll talk about the intensity that is the uh, the National League wild card. And we're going to do all of this in a very timely manner this week uh, on a weekday edition of bad flips and maple dips how do you like them apples uh justin how are you i'm doing all right man i'm sad that i have to go back to work tomorrow but yeah i feel it um happy that there was some extra time off (laughs) you know how you've normally there it's like the sunday scaries well these are like the monday yeah i don't know what's worse than a than a normal monday a monday where you have to go back to work the next day Oh, yeah, no, I just feel the existential dread. And <laughs> what's weird is, like, I like my job, but I just... <laughs> the alternative is to not do anything. That's right. Uh, yeah. And I like that. I like yeah. that. I feel the same A way. little bit more. Yeah. If you like what we do, Twitter is at BFMD Podcast or X. Whatever. Just whatever. Come on. Uh, hurry up and die, Twitter. Uh, and then website is BFMDpodcast.com, where you can find a widget that plays our episodes uh without any further ado uh justin let's just blast through the 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 injury updates because this sucks yeah uh and i'm tired of talking about it uh tell me about boba shed sure so we know bo's been on the il for the last week with the hamstring strain he did tell hazel on sunday aka yesterday that he's able to almost run at 100 percent and uh, next up, we'll be running the bases before they consider whether or not he'll need to go back to Buffalo for a couple more games or if they'll just reactivate him. Um, that's that sounds like he's going to be close to coming back. Uh, he, I believe he can come off the IL in a couple of days, but I'd be shocked if he's back before the series against the Royals, which kicks off in a couple of days. I don't think mm-hmm. they'll, they'll risk it. It just doesn't make any sense. Um Matt Chapman, on the other hand, Patrick, he's still dealing with that finger, middle finger inflammation, which is something that every driver in Saskatoon has um, from, <laughs> you know, flipping people off. But uh, he's not e- able able to, well, he's having a tough time forming a fist with his right hand, which obviously isn't great when you're trying to grip a bat or throw a baseball. So he's still sounds like a ways off the blue jays have said he is doing some strengthening exercises whether or not that's on the hand or on other parts of his body who knows uh danny jansen of course who keeps getting hit by baseballs this time it was a a foul tip into his hand um broke sounds like he's got a broken finger he's flying to pennsylvania on wednesday to see a hand specialist for a second opinion on the finger devastating yeah more of a timeline update after that by the sounds of it uh, Eric Swanson's been on the aisle since August the 26th with uh, thoracic spine inflammation, which doesn't sound fun. 
but uh, he's going to be he's scheduled to throw a bullpen in Toronto tomorrow on Tuesday, and will be reevaluated from there. So it's a good sign that he's able to throw already. I think the guy obviously just needed a break because he has been utilized this season by the Blue Jays uh, in a heavy sense. Uh, Brandon Belt, Patrick, he's been dealing with some back issues over the last week or so. Had missed a couple of games last week before the Jays got to Denver with some back spasms. Played in the series opener. Played Saturday, but was a late scratch before Sunday's game due to some back tightness again. And now uh, the Jays lineup is out for their game with Oakland because it starts about an hour from the time that we're recording it. Belt is now dealing with a stomach virus, or as we like to refer to it as, poopy bum, and will not be in the lineup today for the Blue Jays either. Uh, Also reported that Belt is potentially contemplating retiring at the end of this season to spend some more time with his family. He's got a couple of of boys that he says it's tough to be away from all season. So um, who knows what Brennan Belt's going to be doing next year, but he's not in the lineup today. So that's it for injury updates. There's a lot. It's a lot, but it's also none of this is uh, so serious, uh, aside from Danny Jansen, yeah, where they Jansen's won't be back very soon. Yeah, long-term one. Chapman's could be a couple more weeks still, I would say. Mm, With the finger. I'm, if he can't hold a bat yet, it's not looking good, you know? Out of all of these, the the one that I'm most concerned about is obviously Bo Bichette, since he is our best player. Chapman, the team can win without him. In fact, Chapman's only been hitting like 210 since yeah, May. yeah. May 1st uh, or something like They're that. They're probably actually better with David Schneider in the lineup than with Matt Chapman. So. For now, yeah. Uh, but Danny Jansen is devastating to lose behind the plate. Uh, not, no offense to Tyler Heineman, but Danny Jansen is uh, a bit of a one of the better there. catchers in MLB. And uh, it's just, uh, that's a tough one. Um, uh, Swanson, I would think, should be back probably by the Texas series. And I don't think the bullpen is going to be taxed so badly that we will be crying for him to come back. Like, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, and then Brandon Belt. I'm not, I'd, obviously, uh, this isn't a 10 day IL situation. So he'll be back probably in time for Kansas City. Yeah. And misses yeah. another game or two in Oakland and is what it is. But so by Texas, we'll have everybody back except for Chapman and Jansen. And that's. It sucks losing Danny Jansen, but yeah. they're they're just they're gonna have to ask a lot of Tyler Heineman, and uh, that's tough. But the team, the you know, the beat goes on. Kind of yeah. got to plow through it. I don't think there's any way that Jansen uh, is back at all this year if uh, his finger is fractured. Um, yeah, I agree. Do you know if it's his throwing hand or it is was? This... It is his uh, throwing hand. It's his right hand because it the foul ball hit his non-glove hand. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right so even best case scenario, it's not fractured, even though it is fractured. Um, even if he puts something on that to to, to like hold it in place, it won't matter because the, yeah, the fracture still has to throw, heal. So. Yeah, and if he can't throw, then he can't like can't catch. Yeah. He can't catch, and if he can't catch, then that means that he's only hitting, and we already have a situation Well, and brewing. if he can't throw, he can't hit. If he can't throw a ball, he can't yeah. catch either. It's well, just, even if worth... he could hit, there's no worse for him to hit in the lineup anyway. Yeah, it's not so, worth him making it worse by trying to play through something at this point. Yeah, so um, it's unfortunate, but he'll probably be shut down for the rest of the year. Uh, 
we won't get into grading or anything like that at this point, but Danny Jansen has had a terrific season in my mind. It's not an A-plus like it was last year, but certainly A-minus. He gave us everything that, that we could have asked for out of, a, out of like your main catcher. Um, so if this is it for his season, it was still a great season. And yet another season derailed by freak injuries for Danny Jansen. He has the shittiest luck oh, yeah, he just, I've ever seen. Him and Nate Pearson should buy like the whatever the reverse of lottery tickets is because they have insurance, the worst... life insurance. Yeah, life insurance. Um, um let's talk about the Denver series and then we'll talk briefly about the athletic series before we chat a little bit about some standings. Um Jay's Took two out of three in Denver, Patrick. Uh, middle game, yep. they did lose eight to seven. Was a tough one to lose. Uh, Kikuchi wasn't great, wasn't helped out by the defense. Uh, four of the six runs that were charged to him were were unearned in that game, and that's kind of the difference in the ball game there. I thought the Blue Jays actually did a relatively decent job offensively. I mean, they scored 27 runs over three games, so what, you can't complain too much about that when you average nine runs a game. But yeah. we gave up 22 runs as well. So that's uh, – do you think the pitching is starting to show some signs of fatigue or is this just kind of the classic, you know, Coors narrative where it's just the way it happens there? Well, the only pitcher who struggled in the first game was Chad Green. True. And that was almost to be expected. Yeah, first game um, back. I'm not going to uh, rag on – Jimmy Garcia for two unearned runs. Yeah, again, yeah, again, two unearned runs in that game too. So yeah, I'm not gonna be mad at that. Uh, the eight to seven loss was just absolutely fucking gut wrenching. That's a terrible. That's a tough one to swallow. It wasn't really Kikuchi's fault either. Uh, Ernie Clement had two errors, and that was really the difference in the game. Uh, otherwise, the Jays probably would have won this but again jimmy garcia i would say had a bad performance uh in the second game and uh i'm not mm -hmm. gonna you know i'm not gonna lie i see him as uh middle to low uh low stakes reliever at this stage in the season we've just he's just been less consistent than the others i would trust jay jackson over jimmy garcia at this point um hot take alert i guess uh but really Jimmy was the only pitcher who pitched uh, really poorly in that game. I don't, Kikuchi wasn't great, but eh. again, I, I don't think he gives up more than two earned runs. With it, with, the, with those two errors, that just really fucked the team. It, it sucked. Yeah, it was tough to watch that happen. And uh, Gossman wasn't really good. Uh, he had his rare stinker, and Trevor Richards only gave up a hit, but he was just inconsistent yeah that the game yesterday too was a, a wet and wild affair there was yeah. two periods of heavy rain there was actually a 45 minute delay at one point so it was i'm uh, grateful they just squeezed the out conditions. the win yeah they got the uh, win the, the the kids in the ninth i mean they showed up spencer horwitz hit his first home run in that game in, in the big leagues and he was a late addition when belt was scratched too so it's uh nice to see the prospects really uh, chipping in a lot over the past couple of weeks and past month really for David Schneider. So looking back good. at the, <coughs> excuse me, looking back at the first game, uh, the turning point really started in this, uh, obviously the big, the TSN turning point was this, the big <laughs> seventh inning yeah. with the five runs. Um, Springer 
with a solid single, getting Kiermaier, excuse me, Kiermaier to third, Davis Schneider scoring uh, Kiermaier, uh, and then Alejandro Kirk with the most clutch three-run double we could have possibly asked for, uh, pretty much sealed it up. I don't think that Chad Green appears in the ninth inning if the score wasn't already 13-5. to five. I agree. So the even though the score is a little bit closer, this was an absolute ass whooping, and uh, they basically threw Green in. I don't know if I agree with it. I would have. I but I mean I, I, I don't mean, know. It, where... it was the best time to get him his first outing. I think when the stakes were low, it's unfortunate yeah. that he did have a stinker. But I mean, he bounced back with seven, a seven pitch inning in Sunday's game. So I'm I'm very satisfied with the hitting. On uh, on on Friday, they were six for thirteen with runners in scoring position, which is how they're going to win. Uh, anything short of this, and I think you know, I'd be concerned. They need the runs. The eight to seven loss. It was fucking that fifth inning uh, where just the the wheels came off. That yeah. really sucked. Um, the triple. The Brendan Doyle triple that cleared the bases that was gut wrenching, and then Charlie Blackman immediately after that with a single to score uh, Brenton Doyle. So it was eight to five. It just it sucked, and what also sucked was uh, Spencer Horowitz had the bases loaded in uh, in the ninth, and uh, you know even a bloop single, and the Jays win this game. That's how tight it was all the way up to the end. So, and then obviously yesterday was a wild, a, the one of the wilder games that I've seen. The lead changed hands multiple times, uh, and then it was tied from the from the top of the sixth all the way to the uh, the the ninth inning. Obviously, with that super yeah. clutch er, Ernie Clement single. Oh, he he was down to his last strike. Uh, and he he bopped in uh, Spencer Horowitz, and then obviously Witt with the go ahead RBI as well. Just mm-hmm. I'm just really happy, like you said, these guys that we're calling up that we're desperate to get something out of, we're getting something out of them, and like that's gonna make the difference in the stretch, especially with the injuries. Do you actually? think though that there is fatigue showing on this team or do you think it's just circumstantial it's it's tough to say i mean if we if i, I don't want to spend too much time obviously we, we don't want to be super long-winded on on this today but I, i'm thinking particularly with kevin gosman it just feels like this last month or so hasn't been typical gosman in terms of the length of his outings the last time he went seven innings was august the 9th it's been four starts since then you know um he's gone five and a third six five and then four innings in the range shortened outing um and i mean his era for august was 423 is definitely his, his worst month <laughs> of the year which is still almost a great four, it's, it's still a great month but almost almost, almost 420. 420 which is perfect for gosman of course he likes to smoke the weed but uh <laughs> i don't know i just feel like there's there's just been a few things that i've noticed Kikuchi his last couple times out hasn't been very sharp. Um, Bassett was great last time out. I can't say anything about his outing against the Nationals. Eight innings of shutout ball is pretty good, so we take those. But, I mean, it just feels like there's been 
a lot more walks for Gosman. Like he's wa- he walked three yesterday, two the start before that, three a couple starts before that. We're used to seeing him maybe walk one guy per start, and he's had a few of those where he's just hasn't been that sharp. And his splitter overall this season just hasn't quite been as good as we expect it to be. But I I still feel, of course, that he's obviously a great pitcher. I'm not saying he's bad or anything, but I just kind of it feels a little bit like he's been struggling. That's yeah, I'm inclined. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree just based off the stats alone. There's nothing I'm seeing that's really got me like super concerned. But the thing is, they were the starting pitching had been operating at such a high level for so long, like it was inevitable that they were going to have one or two bad starts. Yes. Uh, we know, and the thing is, like, it's it's hardly even noticeable because the hitting has been so poor. Um, before this Denver series, uh, right. very frustrating. Uh, but I think we're starting to see a turnaround where the hitting might be able to carry this team a little bit more, and perhaps the Jays aren't going to have to lean so hard on their starting pitching, and maybe it's it's they're kind of gamifying a little bit where they're trying to the pitchers aren't going out there fighting for their lives maybe they're letting up a little bit because they they want to save something for october i don't know maybe i'm wrong they still have there's still time though for the starters to turn around there's no time at all for the hitters they have to keep keep up the momentum uh the jays finish Interleague play with the best uh, record amongst MLB teams in interleague play. They finished with a 30 and 16 record. Absolutely pounded the National League. I don't. I think the only teams they lost uh, the season series against were the Cardinals, uh, the Phillies, uh, the Cubs, and the. Nope, that's it. I think there's three. And they beat everybody else. Yeah. So, suck it, National League. <laughs> uh, the Jays uh, are have four games left against the National League, or the AL West. We'll talk about that in a, a minute. And uh, they've clinched a winning record against the AL Central. There's no way for them to uh, lose uh, more than nine games because they only have three left against Kansas City Royals, who are on deck I guess you could say, I think I'm done talking about Colorado for now because I just want to get right to like yeah, the the next step for the Jays, which is their final games against the Oakland Athletics. Uh, all of them are at the Oakland Coliseum, which, if you remember from years ago, Clayton uh, gave a one word uh, description of Oakland Coliseum: dump. <laughs> yeah. uh, so get ready for that game one. 407 Eastern today, that is 50 minutes away. Jose Barrios uh, will face off against Luis Medina, who is off to, uh, let's just say, not a great start. Justin, uh, what do you see out of the young uh, the young righty there in Oakland? Uh, I'm assuming that you have he, savant numbers yeah, for us. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not it's, it's been a tough rookie season for him. You, you feel bad. It's tough to criticize a guy who pitches for a last place team, and I mean, def- like in terms of runs allowed, 
Oakland's given up 800 runs as a team. Only the Rockies at 803, thanks to the Blue Jays, have given up more <laughs> than the Oakland Athletics this year. They have a negative 296 run differential, Patrick. They've only scored 504 runs. By contrast, the Blue Jays have scored 630 and have only given up 561 for a, a plus 69. Nice run differential at this point. So it's just... It's a team in Oakland that if you're not scoring runs against, something is going wrong. Um, the one thing I will say about Medina, he's he's got potential here. It'll be interesting to see how he continues to develop. He's He throws hard. He averages 96 on his four-seam fastball. Um, he mixes in a slider at about 23% of the time and a sinker as well as a curve. He'll dot a changeup in every once in a while too. So he does throw five pitches. In terms of run values, his four-seamer is a negative six. That's his worst pitch. Everything else is right around zero. So he doesn't have an overwhelmingly negative pitch. I think the biggest issue for him is that the fastball has been hit hard this year. The batters are hitting 291 off of it um, and with a 536 slugging percentage. So he's just been getting absolutely dinged up there. The slider, he gives up quite a bit of power against as well. The curve in the sinker, as well as the change, not as much. So I think, again, we just talked about it. The Blue Jays faced a few uh, pitchers in Colorado who you got to sit fastball on, and this is another guy you, you can sit fastball against. He's not going to blow you away. It's 96. It's not 100. And if you're sitting dead red on a heater, um, you got a pretty good chance of turning this sucker around. Doesn't strike out a ton of batters. Gives up a fair amount of walks. So this is this is a very beatable arm here in Luis Medina. Yep. I am not scared of him. I don't check under my bed at night for Luis uh, Medina. What I will say, though, is that I do think that uh, he is the type of pitcher who I think could smoke the Jays because he's got the juice uh, on that fastball. He doesn't get guys to chase, but this is one of the worst teams I've ever seen uh, in my 37 years of life when it comes to chasing pitches. So what do I know? Medina could come back and smoke us. <laughs> yeah, He's got the before. potential, but at 24 <laughs> years old, uh, is a rough, rough season. I don't know if we can really... There's nothing really great to talk about based off performance metrics, so... I mean, it's a shit team. It's a shit year. It's everything's negative, and it's hard to it's hard to take something positive from it. So I'm I think we're I'm willing to kind of cut them some some slack. Let's talk about Saturday or sorry Tuesday's game, <clears throat> nine forty Eastern. Chris Bassett up against Ken Waldachuk. Uh, Ken Waldachuk, of course, twenty five years old. Uh, well, another. Another young pitcher. He's had two years in the bigs, and uh, he's gotten smoked every minute of it. Um, I, I'm trying to find something that's nice to talk about, and it's it's tough. It's tough. He's not had a good year. It's it's he struggled. Uh, I'm really struggling here, Justin, to say something nice. Uh, um. <laughs> His fastball's not terrible. Um, it's consistent. Consistently below average, yes. Well, um, the thing is, when it comes to his location, it's very good. 
Um, we can say last time out he in four innings he only gave up one run to the Seattle Mariners. That's the positive. He walked five batters in that game, so definitely played with fire. But Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a guy who's likely a twice through the order player. Most of it like he's got thirty outings this year, nineteen of them are starts, so he's kind of bounced between long relief and starting. Um, yeah. if you, he's, his last five outings have all, or last six outings, excuse me, have all been starts in the month of August. He had six starts, but before that, it was a pretty mixed bag between the bullpen and, and the rotation. Um, pitched to a 460 ERA in August. So overall, it wasn't a terrible month for him. Had a couple of bad outings. He gives up home runs with, so watch for that. And I mean, you can tell by allowing five walks last time out that there are free passes to be had here. Uh, a lefty with a 93-mile-an-hour fastball is very hittable, especially when he throws it middle-middle. The sweeper also throws it in the zone quite a bit. Uh, there's just there's a lot of a lot of pitches in the zone with him, and I think that's probably his biggest issue is that he's not making he's not he doesn't get chased because he doesn't throw enough quality pitches outside of the zone. That'd yeah, be my I mean analysis about him. That's all there is to really say about a Chris Bassett coming off of a great start. Yeah, he saw his ERA drop 20 points, so it's now below four again. Um, not much else to say uh, about uh, that matchup. Uh, obviously, the uh, the Athletics really have not had good pitching. Let's talk about the third game. It's an afternoon game uh, at Oakland Coliseum. Hunjin Ryu takes the mound. That's our guy. Uh, looking forward to seeing him start again. He'll face off against J.P. Sears, another pitcher who's not really having a great season, but he's actually good at a couple things. Let's talk about it. Uh, he gets guys to chase. That's bad news for the Jays, who are bad at chasing. And uh, he doesn't walk guys. He's in the 6th percentile or something like that, or 20th percentile. 81st percentile for walk there we rate, go. which is the higher the number, the better. Right, all right. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it, he also, his off-speed stuff doesn't really t uh, tend to get tagged uh, quite as much. Uh, the sweeper is really his worst pitch. If he doesn't throw that, uh, then maybe he can scuffle through four or five innings for the athletics. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there's not much else to say. I mean, these this is struggling rotation. Yeah, he had a great outing this last time out, Patrick. He... Only give up four runs and no or four hits and no runs over six innings against the LA Angels on September the first. He had a bad August though. He had an eight twenty five ERA in the month of August. Wow. While giving is... up six home runs across uh, five starts. Um another guy where you're gonna get your hits off of this guy. You can see like he's third percentile for barrel rate. And fourth percentile for ground balls. So even Vladdy should be able to hit a ball in the air against this guy. That's a subtle, subtle dig, but I mean, it's true. Um, his off-speed pitches are definitely where he where he gets uh, a fair amount of chase from. Um, and his, his worst pitch is his sweeper. But his changeup and his slider are both actually relatively solid pitches, I would say. Um, he uses the slider a lot in put away positions to get to get strikeouts, and batters are only hitting. They only have an expected batting average against it of one sixty seven. So, 
and they're hitting 182 against that slider. He doesn't throw it as much as he probably should. He's only throwing it 12.7% of the time. Um, and batters are absolutely laying on to his changeup, his four-seam fastball, uh, and the slugging percentage against the changeup is 557 right now for the expected number. So definitely giving up a lot of dingers and a lot of uh, hard contact on those off-speed pitches. But what can you do? <laughs> You're Nothing Oakland. Really. It's their Oakland, their ownership is absolute garbage. So I don't know. It's 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 a tough. I, I feel so bad for Oakland fans because they have a, such a, a a recent history of winning baseball, but their ownership group has just seemingly given up on the team in Oakland, and are looking to go to Vegas because it'll be more lucrative for ownership and not necessarily. It won't be. It will obviously won't be good for fans. So it's it's a pure money grab at this point. It's hard to say anything nice about yeah. about. I don't want to get into it because it's not worth it, but... Yeah, nothing we can do about it here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that. I mean, you gotta yeah, win, I, you got to win these games, right? I mean, you've got you've got three three starters on the mound who should be able to deliver you, deliver you quality numbers. It's crazy that Brios has a 9-10 win-loss record when his ERA is better than Chris Bassett's. Um, not by much, but it's just 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 to show you that the Jays have struggled so much for run support this year. And yeah, one thing it's, worth it's noting: it's tough. Luis Medina was just reinstated off the injury list today. Yeah. So this is a tough ask for him to come in and play a team that's fighting. Yeah, he's hard maybe for two spot. two times through the order at max, just to, probably on a pitch count a little bit. I, I imagine. It's uh it's frustrating too because this is a, a Jays team that has a top ten I believe they have a top ten record in baseball and they're on the outside looking in. Um there's really not much uh in the lineup either to, to fear when it comes to the athletics. I you there's really yeah, I'm just looking at like fans of the, the Jays might recognize Ryan Noda. Should. Uh, who's got power? Uh, um, Lansing Lugnuts legend Ryan Noda. <laughs> Man, I miss the Lugnuts. I miss, I miss, I miss the old format, but I like the new format just as much because I like watching the the Bisons. Like I like checking in on them. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Oakland anymore. These are three games that the Jays uh need to win. They have the benefit of Houston and uh, Texas playing one another in the next three games, which means that if one of those teams sweeps and the Jays can win two out of three against Oakland, they're back in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, if the teams, if it's a two one uh, and the Jays sweep, they're back in the playoffs. So they're like right now, this is the time you got to suck it up and you got to win all three of these games. If they can win all three games, they'll be back in the playoff picture come Thursday. Yeah. And I mean, you look at the standings now and in the AL West, I mean, Seattle's in first right now, but they're only a game up on both Texas and Houston, who, as you mentioned, are playing each other and are tied right now. Yeah. Uh, Seattle, I believe plays Cincinnati. Is that, am I, yeah, am that's I right. right there. Yeah. I thought Cincinnati I like are, are fighting for their lives as well. Exactly. Let's just roll. Let's roll through it now. Yeah. Right now in the American League, Baltimore holds a very slight lead over Tampa Bay. 
uh, for the divisional lead. What a season for Baltimore. Uh, that's the last thing I want to say about the Trash Birds. This is a Blue Jays podcast, so fuck them. <laughs> uh, Seattle is fighting to keep Texas and Houston at bay. I would argue they're the hotter of the three teams right now, uh, although none of them really is pulling away. And Minnesota, of course, has the benefit of playing in the American League Central, where four out of the five teams are rebuilding. So enjoy your free pass to the wild card. Uh, so Texas is 76 and 60. Houston is 77 and 61. Seattle is 77 and 59. And the Jays are 75 and 62. So they are 13 games above 500 with uh, 23 games to play. Uh, they, 15, and, 15 and 8 gets you to 90 wins. Yeah, but I think it's probably not it's, enough. It's got to be more than that. They need to go. I think it's. Oh, sorry, there's 20, 25 games left. Isn't there? Or am I, right, yeah. 25 my, games left. So you, 15 and 20, 10 gets you to gets you to the 90. You probably got to do better than that. Yeah, I think you gotta go. What it, what would it be if uh, seventeen and eight? Eight for twenty for ninety two. That's what I guess, which yeah. means they lose one game out of each of their final eight series. That's tough. Uh, that's that's a tough ask for anybody. At the same time, while Houston has had lost three in a row, and now they have to play Texas, one of those teams is gonna win two games. Two games, yeah. And I mean, you look at it, three. The Jays play Texas for four games next week at home. We'll definitely we'll obviously preview that series upcoming, but that's a that's the season right there. If you don't win that series, Texas but. don't really have an easy uh, slug of it either. After the four games against the Jays, they do get to play the Guardians and then the Red Sox a day off, and then they play three against Seattle, three against uh, the Angels, and then three against Seattle. So. Texas doesn't really have an easier go of it either because they have to play Seattle, and one of those teams will lose those games because that's how baseball works. So the thing is, they have a mild amount of control right now um, in that they absolutely have to beat uh, Texas. But uh, let's talk about... Uh, the Astros too. They don't have an easy. Uh, actually, they have a much softer go of it. Looking at it, they have Texas and then a day off. The Padres, then the A's, Kansas City, and then Baltimore, then Kansas City, then Seattle, then Arizona. So they've got some softies. I wouldn't be surprised if Houston were the team that that pushes its its way back to the top of the pile. And um. I think Texas has the tougher one, and obviously Seattle's schedule is very similar to Texas where they've got games against yeah. the Angels, games against the Athletics, and then a bunch against Rangers, and then a bunch against Houston. Seattle's last 10 games, that sucks for them. Yeah, they they just had, before the Blue Jays, their soft schedule against the same teams the Jays are playing, and yeah. now the Jays are in the middle of that now. Before Four against the Rays. Game. They got four against the Rays this weekend. That's tough for them. So it's time while... for the Jays to start winning, man. They've got these these six games against Oakland and Kansas City left before it gets difficult. So time to start winning games. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I'm not. Um, I would be nervous if they don't dummy the the Athletics because they're running out of uh, of the squishy part of the schedule. Like this is it. It's 
shit or get off the pot kind of. It sure is. Um, Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, just that the National League is even a wilder wild card race. Um, Don't want to speak. Oh, yeah, that's right. We uh, we said we'd talk about that. Yeah, so I mean, if you look at the divisional leaders right now out there, uh, Atlanta is 15 games up in the National League East. (laughs) They've already won 90 games. They're just an elite team. Um, Milwaukee holds holds a three and a half game lead in the Central over the Chicago Cubs. And the Dodgers are up by 14 and a half on Arizona and San Francisco. It wasn't too long ago that the Dodgers were fighting from behind against the Diamondbacks, but that seems like forever ago now. Uh, the D-backs are kind of in free fall mode. And it's crazy in that division. Only two teams have a positive run differential in the National League West, Patrick. The first place Dodgers and the fourth place Padres, who are eight games below 500, but somehow have a plus 62 run differential. Figure that one out. But uh, who knows what's going to happen there um, in, in terms of the wild card because right now Philadelphia holds the top wild card spot. They're two and a half games up on the Cubs, who are in WC2. The Cubs are three games up on four teams. Arizona, <laughs> Miami, San Fran, and Cincinnati are all in a win percentage deadlock. Um, three of those teams, the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, and the Giants, are all at 70 and 67 while the Reds are at 71 and 68 as they've played two more games than each of those teams. And then the Padres are still hanging around their five and a half back of those teams. And like I said, with their positive run differential that the Padres have, they're capable of going on a heater at this point in time and, and maybe making some noise. But they're going to have to leapfrog at least four teams ahead of them to get into a, to a playoff spot. It's pretty crazy that only one of the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, the Giants, and the Reds are likely going to get in because I don't see any of them catching Chicago or Philly as those two teams are a little bit better than any of those other four. Um, It's going to be an absolute bloodbath, especially considering that only the Diamondbacks and the Giants are in the same division and the Padres, I guess. But the Marlins are obviously in the East and the Reds are in the Central. So there's definitely... uh, going to be some interesting baseball and a lot of uh, sweatiness going on. The Marlins have won four in a row while those other three teams that are all tied have all lost recently. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens even over the next like three games out there. Yep. It's uh, I would much rather be in the Jays position mm-hmm. than I would in any of this wild card because you're, you're all so close. Yeah. The Giants and the Cubs are actually playing each other now. Um, the D-backs get to play Colorado at home. The Reds are playing Seattle, as we already mentioned. And then the Brewers are playing Pittsburgh. So all those teams have winnable schedules. The Padres are playing the Phillies. They have probably the hardest matchup uh, outside of the um, Reds playing the Mariners. But it's uh, definitely going to be interesting to see what happens there. If the Giants can make some noise against the Cubbies, they got a chance to make that race even tighter. They can bring a fifth team into play if they, if they pull Chicago back towards the pack. Yeah, um, just worth noting that former Toronto Blue Jay Ross Stripling hasn't pitched since August the 16th uh, when he uh, got lit up by Tampa Bay. Um, I don't know. Probably should have stayed in Toronto. But anyway, <laughs> good luck to uh, to Stripling and the Giants. I don't. I don't know. I don't even. I can't. It's so close. I don't know. Right now, Miami are are the hottest of the four teams. Uh, none of them seem particularly interested in making the playoffs because they all they're all sporting some pretty nasty records. 
yeah. in our last 10 games. Um, there's just so much ass in the National League. San Diego, the Mets, Pittsburgh, Washington, St. Louis. They're all terrible. It's And it's like... The National League sucks. I if the Jays make the World Series, uh, if they're not playing, if they're playing anyone other than Atlanta, I think they 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 could they could beat them. I me. agree. Yeah. But uh, Fangrass right now has the Jays projected to win eighty nine games, which would be behind uh, Baltimore, Tampa, Seattle, Houston, and Texas. So no playoffs as of now. So no playoffs is the projection right now for Fangrass. Uh, there is time to turn it around. Uh, right now, ideally, what would be terrific would be uh, a sweep against Houston and or a sweep against uh, sorry Oakland and Houston getting swept by Texas. That would put the Jays by tomorrow uh, evening uh, back in the wild card and uh, but clinging to it. Um, yeah. I think win win all of your next six games, and I think you're in great shape. That's that all there is to it. Would be helpful, yes. <laughs> but I think that'll do it for us, Patrick. Uh, Jays are kicking off their series with the A's here in about half an hour. Tuesday's game is actually the lone night game of the series at uh, 9.40 p.m. Eastern time, so a late one for everyone out east. Before we get some afternoon baseball, a 3.37 Eastern time start on Wednesday afternoon, so... A nice uh, reprieve from the typical three late nights that we get when the Jays are in Oakland, but uh, only one late night and then two afternoon games. So we'll be back uh, most likely on Thursday as the Jays are off when they'll travel to Kansas City. But uh, for Patrick out in Halifax here, I'm Justin in Saskatoon. Thanks for listening. Find all the episodes anywhere you get your podcasts. We will see you next time. <laughs>